podcasting again. Yeah, I feel like this is just like a new season of life for us, not just like a new season of the podcast. I was going to say, it's nice to be recording a podcast not in a season where our life is kind of falling apart. Yeah. I feel like the last season, uh, it kind of a little bit was that way. But regardless, the podcast and its episodes are here to stay. Adam yeah. and I have worked through some kinks. Is that the right word? Ooh. Is that the right word? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did feel is. dirty saying that. So I wasn't sure. If kinks was... have become so common now in our conversation that apparently now it's just dirty. Yeah, it's just dirty. Anyway, we. I feel like we worked it out. I feel like we had to take some of the like pressure off in some ways. Yeah. And I think last season we were in a in a season of our lives where although we were saying like oh it's not we're not going to talk about religion we're gonna, not, not gonna like be about that anymore um i feel like in a way we were like trying to rebel like we were trying yeah. to like be like oh we're we're so not this so not that at the same time trying to bridge a gap yeah, totally. So it was like a little angsty teenager vibe, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, literally, I think I said two or three times in that season, we're doing this for us, not no, for the you did. And, and I, I was like, listening back to that. it, I'm like, yeah. yeah. But also, like, it's you guys. I was literally just thinking that. Like, I that replays in my mind a lot because, of like, course, clearly. we do it for, like, we enjoy recording and talking to each other, but we do that all the time. The reason why we press record is because we, like, like bringing... Because we want to share it. it with you guys. And it, yeah, anyway, so uh, we had an attitude adjustment. And <laughs> well, honestly, we're here, back. Here's what I think the thing is is that, like, yes, we're. Our dog a, isn't dying. Yeah, our dog isn't dying. She's just apparently very itchy right now. Um, <laughs> um, I think that just, like, this really feels like a new season of life in the way that, like, everything is just kind of like raw everything's a little bit unfiltered The perfection does not need to be there we're like whatever i'm literally wearing like barely any makeup i'm like this could literally be a new season of the podcast or it could be a new season of our life and i think it's a little bit of both where it's just like this it it doesn't feel like deconstruct because you know the podcast thing the identity it just feels like we're finally just happy and the sun is shining and our lives are moving forward and we're choosing to just be good and be present every day yeah and i'm really letting go of perfection and i think between my well i feel like i'm letting go of your perfectionism (laughs) you're not stressed about me being i'm forcing adam to let go of perfectionism because maybe the lighting's not gonna be perfect maybe the sound's not gonna be perfect and i think you need to be okay with that so that like i was like (laughs) let's be i would rather be consistent yeah and efficient than perfect well and i think the thing is like we always said from the beginning that like the the reason that we get behind the microphone is because we wish we just had somebody following us around when we were having conversations at dinner and like and that's that's what we're doing that's what we're doing we literally are just like huh i just want to sit on the couch and talk to you and bring people in on it and And i think that's just gonna make it so much easier and i think some weeks like Maybe we'll be in different settings. That could be fun. I mean, for the most part, you'll see us here. If you're listening, just listening, um, obviously you can watch uh, the video on our YouTube, which is just called Deconstruct. I think Deconstruct. 
podcast maybe yeah it might be on youtube but anyway um it'll all be linked of course it is what it is um and if you're just now tuning in which i'm gonna we're gonna try to be better about that like doing a quick intro of like hi everyone welcome to the podcast uh, we're called deconstruct Lauren and adam you know because like other podcasts we listen to they kind of do like yeah like a, a 30 second thing. like they like naturally they just do the talk. spiel yeah but just naturally it's like yeah you know it's the first several seasons were about us deconstructing our faith but it's not about it's not just about that it's about asking questions and sometimes having hard conversations and sometimes having light-hearted conversations it's just now it's just like it's just like getting thoughts out of our head at this point basically having a platform to be able to verbalize it and put it into words because honestly here's the thing is like when we set down the podcast for a little while um i just i feel like i lose the ability to talk not not like in um like you like have to I be literally do like but practiced. like like i just kind of stop thinking in the same way i don't think so romantically i don't like i don't just have things flowing through my mind where why I'm do like, you think I, I like that's why i love being a quote-unquote content creator i love creating digitally because i feel like i'm constantly like yeah putting working thoughts out of my brain and like getting i don't know getting creative with how i think and what i think yeah well it's like you would think it would be the opposite that like if i'm constantly talking out the things that pop into my head that i would like run out of things to talk about but it's so the opposite well it's just like sexuality remember when we were just we discussed that early on even in the podcast i think that like um one of the things we worked through like as a married couple i guess we're like talking about masturbation we're talking about like you know we're taught we were taught like in religion that like what's well it's never okay basically it's like even when you're married it's like never okay whatever um and then once we worked through that we're like obviously that's totally okay and normal and healthy to do that then we're like okay but like how does that work for us like as married is that like something we want the other person to do does it Mm -hmm. feel like oh i don't want to do things with you or whatever it's not like that there's no wasted sexuality yeah right it's always like you're it's like the the more you're like kept up and more you're like the more it's on your mind the the more more it's on your mind literally and sexuality leads to sexuality and i think in the same way it's like I think it's just passion. Like passion always leads to more passion. It's so true. I'm sorry. I'm cracking up right now because <laughs> I don't think you can see it in the camera and I don't think you can hear it in the, in the mics either, but I don't think our dog has ever <laughs> like wandered around <laughs> the house more. <laughs> she's itchy. Like, she's, she's literally like hunting, to- she's touring hunt. our house right now, but she's <laughs> like literally never like once she's like, once we're chilling, she's chilling. Yeah. But right right now, she's literally... It's because she hasn't gone for a you-know-what. I know. She's and like, so I see the sun setting she, right She's now. literally watching the sunset and getting anxiety. I Unfortunately, she has gained my sunset anxiety, and she has to see it, um, see it through. She needs to see the day Hi. finish. So, anyway, she's right in front. <laughs> she's going to knock your microphone. Nah, she's okay. Hi, baby. Anyway, this is the stuff we're going to leave in because we're <laughs> because just... Because this is just life. And, I mean, okay, if you were listening up. last season, nope. then you know that Patchouli was a big star um, because she had some health issues and then we just let her up on the couch all the time. Anyway. <laughs> she was a big part of the podcast. She was a big part of the podcast last season. Um, anyway, here she is, healthy and well, but needy as fuck right now <laughs> so all that to say we have had a lot going on in our lives lately there and she is she literally i think she thinks she can come on the couch i now think this is her season. show 
Okay, there she is. This is her show. You guys really need to go on YouTube and see this <laughs> if you're not already. So we've had a lot going on in life. Why don't you like fill people in on a little bit of, okay. of that? And like, I, I there was so much anticipation for us about getting back into podcasting. And I think it all kind of was revolving around this big life change and celebration moment yeah. for Lauren. I'm pregnant. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, I... So we, we just went to Cannes, France, yeah. um, because I, I don't even, how do I even start this? If you're not aware, um, I was the screenwriter for this project called Missing Matoka, which is, um, basically I rewrote the script of Pocahontas, um, telling her truth, like her real story. If you didn't know, Pocahontas was a real person, um, and Disney's version is, very far from the truth so Kinda anyway problematic yeah very very problematic so i uh i rewrote it and so there's an audio that you can find on missingmatoka.ca um that lines up with the movie so you play the movie on mute and then you play that audio and it lines up so anyway um really cool was really honored to be a part of this project um was something that in a like I worked for it, but I also like it, it fell in my lap as well. Like it was meant to be. It was so meant to be. Yeah. It was like, so it was so meant to be like the whole team. I just did an interview, um, while I was in Cannes and the whole team really was perfect. It couldn't have like come together more like perfectly. Um, uh, anyway, so I went to Cannes because that project was up for, multiple can lion nominations nominations yeah awards um so we went for eight nine days nine, nine days. days nine days and um won like nine <laughs> yeah yeah we we won like two gold two gold and then six other awards so it was Some, eight total was it okay yeah. eight um and I'm obviously so proud of the gold. That's like the big, that's like the biggest, but then like a little secondary is, uh, my mom actually found it on the website, Ken Lyons website, but the script itself won a bronze, which yeah, is it did. like, it's like third place in like just for you, the whole world. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, out of like tens thousands, of thousands of nominations. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think they said something like 21,000 entries into can lions and you got bronze for the script yeah so i that's wild so basically my work specifically won yeah. a bronze which is like which is crazy to me yeah. because like and not not this doesn't this isn't to diminish what you do this literally uh, to me platforms you is that like the other entrants mm -hmm. are like people who work at the places like the big marketing company that yeah. you were partnering with. Mm -hmm. You were a freelance writer yeah, totally freelance. on this massive project for your yeah. first ever, first ever screenwriting project. And you are a freelancer who has never done it before. And yeah. you get bronze yeah. for your script. That's insane. To yeah. Me. Basically like all I do is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, no. But I, I mean, I joke, but I'm absolutely honored floored that it happened um it was just such a cool experience because i feel like the writing process of it which was just over what a year and a half ago now or just over a year yeah no no yeah it was i think it was like uh april that i was working on it early April. yeah 
it's like that was such a different season like that was it was so difficult like you were just you were bringing on so much pain and hurt and story from somebody who really um had a very traumatic and sad story and you were bringing that into yourself that that was something that you were like embodying constantly rewriting the script in the first person like yeah yeah it was really hard i mean it was tech it was like on a technical level it was difficult um because i so when you watch it slash listen to it it's you know everything has to line up to like the mouths like every syllable like it has to sync up so like that was difficult in and of itself and going second by second oh my gosh for sure but then you know the emotional aspect and i like share this and i'll share it a little bit now but like i share this in like interviews and stuff not that that's what really this is about but whatever um yeah like you take on you take on the story like as a writer i mean i used to be an actress i don't know if i'm i don't think i'm ever not an actress in a way but like i used to act so this was similar where you like kind of embody the character even though Mm -hmm. pocahontas was real um you kind of take on their life so you can like properly be their voice like properly like represent them yeah so anyway i did that her life is no like no fairy tale like you know she was 10 when they came over she was like taken away by like 15 16 she was kidnapped and then she was raped and she was murdered so <clears throat> yeah she died by 20 so anyway i i, I it was just it was heavy yeah okay so it was like it was a lot so being in can was like the I mean literal reward yeah because awards but like also it felt that way it was like a big celebration and big celebration and like all that oh my gosh I haven't spoken on podcast in a while my throat is like dry (laughs) (laughs) well it's just like I feel like this is a clip a season of completion for you Mm -hmm. where you get to come around and you get to actually see other people experience this project that you put so much effort and emotion into yeah. that you were like, th- this is what you invested in. Like yeah. you well, cracked I, your heart out and poured out some other woman's pain and suffering uh-huh. for I, the world to see so that she could be seen so that you could give a voice to her to people who at that time was nobody. You didn't get to see any of what the work was going to actually like bring in the world and this year now that it's been seen by millions of people and it's you've been on interviews and you've been on podcasts and now you've been at the award show that's like yeah to see that people are receiving it and that people are impacted by it and schools are reaching out to you I think there's just there's just so much that you're like people are responding appropriately to it they're celebrating the the feat that it was yeah and they're also taking it seriously and wanting to work it into curriculum yeah which that's the that's the crazy part too it's like technically i still am just the freelancer who wrote the script technically you know yeah but you know i've been a part of like the interviews the press the um not sizzle reel the case study Mm -hmm. uh and i post it on my tiktok has over half a million views like there's like but on a technical level, I'm still just the freelancer. It's just like with the passion that I have, like talking about it, yeah. putting it out there again and like seeing like the schools being interested. 
adding it to their curriculum or wanting to show it at like universities or libraries. Yeah, it's really cool. And then I do want to mention because of that screenings and stuff, my reservation, they want to do a screening and I'm really excited. I'm going to go up like next month or maybe August. Yeah. Not sure when. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really honored because they like my res in the justice department. They, uh, they sponsored my trip to Cannes. Yeah. Um, which that's like a big shout out to them. And obviously it's like, there's lots of stipulations and I had a whole proposal and all that. Um, so it's not just like easy. And she, I asked actually, and I just got that email back today. Like, how can I talk about it? Can I say like, I was sponsored because I want to say I'm thankful. Like, that's why I want to say it. And she was like, yeah, as long as people know, like, it's not some easy quest (laughs) um, to, like, get sponsorships because it's like they don't offer it very often. So, I mean, it's like twofold. It's like I'm so honored, but um, I also like, yeah, I just I don't want anyone thinking like I just was handed. Yeah. The sponsorship. I just I think this this season of our lives that we're really moving into is just so much of honesty living into celebration Mm -hmm. knowing like kind of just valuing our worth at a personal level yeah and moving into what it is that we actually want and what we care about whether that whether that's like kind of how we started the podcast like we're it's a shout into the void of like hey look i have joy and i want to share it and i think that's when we first started talking to you guys and started um interviewing just random people and our friends and whoever reached out to us in the dms i just feel like it's that was just such a conversation and i loved i loved how it felt so communal and that's like that's what i want to do now i just want to share yeah whether it's what we're doing or we have guests on that want to share their successes or they want to share the things that they're struggling with or the things that they're discovering like that is what i feel like this era of our lives is about it is also like i have a lot like my life has really moved into other areas like i said like i'm a digital creator like i think before i would have been like oh my god like that's so like um not shallow but like vague vague maybe i don't know anyway broad maybe (laughs) even okay i see okay so like i but that's like truly what i do and i'm like no i'm a digital creator now i i what i tell people now i'm like a multimedia digital creator which like really suits me because i have a podcast and i have the radio show so i i there's a radio here in nashville that i do a show with two other girls and it's like wild we do like pop culture shit like we uh, you know show like bestie baddies on in Nashville kind of vibe. Um, and so that's like part of who I am and I don't, it's like cutting myself into multiple pieces and trying to like be like hide those things in order to show up. It's like one version of myself to each of those things. It's just like, it was, it just doesn't work for you. Killing me. No, you're you know? multifaceted. Yeah. And so even showing up to the radio show too, sometimes like I, we like get serious and we have like serious conversations in yeah. the midst of our like obnoxious conversations, you know? Yeah. Bringing the woo woo to the woo woo. Right? Literally. And so that's what, <laughs> that's what like I even want to bring to the podcast as well is like, I, I just like really want to show up as myself. Like I've already sworn now twice and I want to like, I just want to talk as me and I yeah. want to just show up as me. And like I said, I don't even like have like makeup on barely. And I, 
I, I'm in my house. Like that's the that's the reality. Like yeah. I, well, and like today's episode literally is like bringing the woo who to the woo woo. <laughs> we're going the we're going the opposite direction here. We are literally just sitting in celebration. That's literally what. That's like each of the things that I do. I'm like, which direction is it? Am I bringing woohoo to woo woo or woohoo to woohoo? Like, yeah. who knows? You're like, I'm never actually just gonna fit in with uh, the people that I'm with. Are yeah, you? I just like, you know, there's always an edge. But anyway, so I say that, like, you know, just being completely honest and upfront with who we are and like what we're about and what we're like going through in life and all these different things. But to go back to Can. Yeah. Okay, so we were in Can and um. Like we said, we were there for eight days. Kind of wanted to talk about like our experience there. Okay, great. So, first of all, yeah, we, we haven't even talked about this really yet. We go there, and our eight-hour flight is overnight, and Adam's having panic attacks <laughs> the whole night. For the for the first time in my life, I experienced what is sleep anxiety. I guess. Yeah. So basically, I literally felt like I was having a heart attack on the airplane. Like I'm like. I, I went up to the stewardess and I'm like, hey, look, this is going to sound crazy. I'm 28. I'm healthy. I'm good. I'm on no medications. I have no complications. Like, but I feel like I'm having a heart attack right now. Like I was dead asleep and I like feel my heart just slam in my chest. And then I like start hearing my own voice, like echoing into the void of my head. Okay. So I'm like, oh, if I don't wake myself up right now, I may just slip off into <laughs> death. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to laugh. That's how it felt to me. (laughs) And I woke up and I was obviously panicked because I'm still feeling this. And it's like this like deep, like kind of almost pain in my chest. And I'm like trying to figure this out. I'm like, I've never felt like this before. I'm afraid to fall back asleep. What if I fall asleep and don't wake up? And I'm like on an airplane over the ocean with five hours still left in our flight. And I'm like, I don't even know if there's paramedics on this plane. I don't know what's going to happen. I am just here, which is obviously just exacerbating the problem. But we like have to sleep. But he like wakes me up. But we have to sleep. But we, so we hardly slept. Basically, we hardly slept. And what was really beautiful though, I will say is like, I've dealt with sleep anxiety my whole life. Yeah. And it's like when you fall asleep, but then you like don't fall asleep all the way. And then like your heart like races and then like you can't like fall asleep or stay asleep. And it's like this, this weird, like physical anxiety that causes mental. So it's like not mental first. It's like first physical and then it's mental. So then you're like fucked up in the head just being like, am I dying? Like, well, cause I have no anxiety about flying. Right. But it wasn't about the actual I have flight. anxiety about how my body will respond to being in a chair for 10 hours straight. Yeah. And I think he probably felt it for the first time because he was one over exhausted and like, and two, Adam is, yeah. I hope this isn't insensitive, but like he's basically narcoleptic. <laughs> like, yeah, I can fall asleep. Like I have told a few people now, I spend my waking hours trying not to fall asleep. Right. Which apparently is not the case for most people. Yeah. So he's, yeah. And so when he wants to fall asleep, there's no like trying. He just like <laughs> is asleep. I just, I just stop goes, stopping I, myself. Yeah, literally. He just shuts off like he's just out <laughs> so anyway and i think that happened and i think you were just you i yeah you, you weren't you weren't falling asleep and staying asleep and that was new for you and so your body was like reacting and yeah anyway very similar to your first time being high and that's i knew mm-hmm. i knew what was happening but i like you can't talk somebody down from that you just have to talk to them the next day when they're like okay and be like okay this is what was going uh-huh. on this is how you work through it next time so anyway, what I, was, what I was gonna say was like I've dealt with that my whole life, and so what was beautiful was that 
we got to talk about it. We got to talk through it because he thought it was just being anxious about not getting enough uh-huh. sleep. I thought it was like health anxiety, which I know is, that I mean, is these are all another, real, these are all real anxieties, that's guys. Another I'm anxiety. not, I'm not saying that they're not real, but I thought it was something that just was, yeah, he thought you it was were just anxious being a little about- bitch. <laughs> that's what he said. He was like, I thought you were just being like little, like pathetic. I didn't say pathetic. No, I, you said a word though. I, I know you were joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and obviously I've always been like very attentive about it. I'm like, I don't want you to have anxiety about the sleep. So yeah, I want to make you, sure that we're good. But you haven't been like, like because sleep anxiety is so intense yeah. and it really is. You haven't been as attentive as I, as I, well, I know that now. <laughs> I know that you would be if you fully understood. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't know how to fully explain it until you, you, experienced it and totally. i was like by the way that's sleeping <laughs> yeah that's terrible and he's like oh my god PSA, i'll do anything if your partner tells you they have sleep anxiety literally do whatever to make sure that they don't have to experience it it is the worst feeling in the world speaking of you need to order your little snore strips, <laughs> snore strips. yeah the little mouth tape really works yeah this episode hostage not tape. sponsored by hostage tape oh my it's god. great please uh we don't have yeah if you wait hold have, on pause <laughs> that being said we don't have ads i mean one day i yeah, really no, like no that ads. i probably need to work on it but um yeah if anybody wants to help us figure we don't that have out. ads but we, i think we have some through spotify if you listen through spotify like we kind i think it like spotify adds them or something oh. but we don't like really make money off of the podcast well i say really we don't make money off the podcast so if you know of somebody who would want to do an ad, let us know. But m- more importantly, please like, share, and rate and review. Yes, please. Anyway, continue. So not sponsored by Hostage Tape. Yeah. Awesome. If you snore, if you have sleep apnea, if you're congested all night long, don't be afraid. I have all those things. And it's so helpful. And it, it helps him sleep. It helps me sleep because he shuts up and yeah. he's not snoring. And I'm not having to smack him in the face in the middle of the night. Yeah, anyway, all that to say, that's something that you can do <laughs> to, to help your partner not have sleep anxiety. Yeah. And it's really terrible and horrible. So and that's how we, we got, got to have that conversation, and that was really sweet. Yeah, that was really nice. I was, like, really happy to be able to discuss it. Anyway, so that was the first little bit, right? Okay, and then we get there. We're exhausted, whatever. It's fine. It's gorgeous. Can is gorgeous. Our... our our Airbnb, gorgeous. our first Airbnb, was gorgeous. Everything Lovely, was gorgeous. open, like a little garden. <laughs> it was just like perfect. Everything was so good. Okay, then I wake up the next day mm-hmm. and I find out that Instagram has blocked me. Oh, yeah. I had an, a, a week-long Instagram block. So we the whole, the whole time I'm international and I'm like trying to post like fun content. I get a block from Instagram saying I can't like or comment anything. Anyway, I think Instagram has is like it's currently bugging out because it happened to a couple yeah. other people. And anyway, so that was unfortunate, but we got through and I'm unblocked now. So everything's fine and dandy. Everything's fine. But she couldn't engage with anybody online. I couldn't except for my stories. But that was. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that was frustrating. Um, but it was gorgeous and we were having a great time. And this is Adam's first time international. Yeah. I was an international boy for the first time, and I was just a trophy husband for the whole thing. It was great. Adam like knew had newly like dyed blonde hair, as you see. He's back to his blonde, not like black, like it was the be. 
No, yeah. last season? Yeah, yeah, last season. Literally, my hair was great for the photo shoot, and then I dyed it black and immediately hated it and had that for a very long time, and it was yeah. quite unfortunate. But it's okay. It's like, fine. Look, I mean, mistakes are... No, we all we all make... You win or learn, hair. right? That's what they say. <laughs> Is that what they say? Yeah. You win or learn? Win or learn. There is no lose. I kind of like that. That's cute. Um, I learned that day. You learned that day. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it was it was cute seeing you like be like take it all in. Adam and I didn't know any French. No. So that was difficult. Okay. So th- I think. However, we are both very resourceful and great researchers, and can really work it out if we have to. I at one point at one night I was talking to this lady who was like from there, and she was like asking how I felt about France, and she was like. Like, you know, she's wondering, like, what my opinion was and, like, as an American, like, what I've heard about France and, like, whatever. And I was like, honestly, I'll tell you, but I, but I'll also say I don't think I can judge France off of Cannes because it's, like, a beach town on the French Riviera. It's, like, its own world. Yeah. And I also can't judge Cannes or France off of that week because Cannes Lions Festival, like, it's a big tourist it's event. It's a big tourist event. So it's like, yeah. I don't know what the city is like outside of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, so. It's like judging Nashville off of CMA week. Right. Right. But Nashville is also terrible when it's not <laughs> CMA week. So just don't go to Broadway and don't do Nashville like that. Yeah. But so I don't know. Anyway, but I think I'm excited because I think I'm going to Paris in the spring for mm. my best friend's bachelorette. And I'm excited to see that side of France to compare like the experiences. Yeah. But I think it was hard not knowing the language and that's on us. Like we didn't like learn anything going into it. Yeah. We kind of got short notice on the fact that we were going to France and then uh, such short notice, such short notice. And then everything from then on was running around prep prepare save money figure out for me how to get my job covered while i was gone teaching people things creating things two weeks trying to get two weeks ahead basically meanwhile yeah you had like so much going on with like your work like on top of prep like you had so much other stuff so anyway so we didn't learn french and so that was difficult um but everyone was forgiveness for that everyone was really nice so you don't tip there right for yeah for like um service restaurants. yeah for a restaurant like your waiter and waitresses whatever mm-hmm. which on one hand was really nice because financially like it was really nice because you don't have to add anything on top of what you're ordering you're just like you know what you're paying on the other hand it we would be sitting there for like so long not not just to like pay at the end because that no. honestly i feel like we can handle that because we're like I mean, I take forever to finish my drinks. I like take forever to finish my dessert. Like that, that was fine. I think it was honestly the ordering that like took so long because we would sit there. Well, neither one of us is very uh, assertive, especially in that kind of environment. And so I'm sure like if there's somebody that like if you are with a partner that's like literally going to grab the waiter by their shirt collar and ask (laughs) them to come over to us. I'm sure you're going to be fine in that environment. The thing is, is that like the way that it works there. They're already well compensated, whether there are people eating or not. And we love that. And we love that for them. However, as an an experience, nobody's actually putting in real effort to try to earn any sort of... uh, Extra grace, like from you, like extra... Yeah, they're they're not trying to like make it extra good. Yeah, so 
they were really nice, but it was and just And it was like, relaxed and it was good. I think mostly it was the fact that there is no AC and we'll get to that. <laughs> there was no AC. It was middle of summer, so we uh. were hot and walking around everywhere. And so we would get to places and finally get to like a restaurant, be sitting still outside or w- without AC, sweating and like you don't just get water like you have to order water and yet, yeah but getting the person to come to order water it's just like <laughs> these honestly do sound like the most first world problems but it is just such a weird what? cultural don't, shift don't don't be judging what i say about it this <laughs> is literally i'm telling we're talking about the trip that's I know. I, that's I know. the whole point of this podcast yeah, here, episode is it. to talk about the trip as it was and i think the experience and winning awards and going international with with you was incredible yeah. I think there were some hard times. Oh, absolutely, yes. We haven't even gone to everything. No. <laughs> so, anyway. So, yeah, waiting. The, 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 the restaurant situation, difficult. Also, our second Airbnb that we were in did not exactly have the facilities to cook well. Uh, so, we were constantly having to go out to eat. And so, we were yes. we were subjected to this environment all the time. And it was not always a choice. It just was sometimes out of obligation. And, like, yeah. So, anyway... It's just, it's just kind of crazy. And it was, so when you think of like France, right, you think of like romance and like relaxing and like sipping on wine all day. Like, which you do sip on wine all day, I will say, yeah, like it, it be flowing. But being in Cannes for the Cannes Line Film, Film Festival, festival, right, and the awards, like it was like party central in Cannes. So we yeah. were like, it was like, it was... We went from go, go, go in the States to go, go, go in France where like there's no AC because we speak the language. So that was like the hard parts. Yeah. Was the food great? Yes. Was, it was delicious. We ended up doing, we, <laughs> we ended up eating a lot of Italian food, I guess. Yeah. Apparently everybody that we were with was basically just trying to chase down Italian restaurants in France. So if we were celebrating with anybody else, which was often... It was probably at an Italian joint in some capacity. But like it was amazing. Like it was Absolutely. the experience was amazing. And we did get to walk everywhere. And I like I love that. And I like people were really nice. Um and again, Rose, like I didn't say Rose was flowing, but specifically Rose was flowing constantly. Mm-hmm. And it was such an amazing time. Partying there, it was amazing. I think I think next time you and I go to Europe, we're gonna take it slow the frost way yeah we're gonna actually vacation yeah but this was like this was really fun. this was a work trip that was really beautiful okay are you ready oh about my special day yeah well okay on monday i'll say that's when i first i i won my first gold award right this that's what this the thing was whole, all about so yay yeah. won that and then i won another on thursday so she I, got to go on stage it was really cool so yeah i mean there's really nothing else to say about that i got to be a stage mom Took lots of videos and photos. Literally You're had the like best three, camera, three cameras going all times. Yeah. No, it, yeah. honestly, the content we got, amazing. Top tier. Top tier. Okay. But now. So because of all of these celebrations, we were in company that was constantly celebrating. And we, we wanted to. We wanted to, for sure. And one of these times, we got a private invitation out to a house party in France super exciting we're like amazing cool like these are clearly select people from the whole experience that are going to be going out to this really fun event the drinks were free 
It was going to be great. There was a pool. It was flowing. Like it was the, yeah, the drinks were just a flowing. Yeah. Which we were not used to. I mean, obviously we were saying our restaurant experience was very slow, but this one was just grab and go, baby. Uh, which makes sense why people like literally just get bottles at restaurants. Yeah. So we were hanging out with a couple friends. And if you have ever hung out with me, you know, I tend to try to like take care of the people around me. And so I always am like going to get drinks for everybody. I'm always like making sure that everybody's okay. You had made like Adam did look like a celebrity. Like he just, he, well, first (laughs) of all, he looks like MGK, but also I think besides that, you just looked like a celebrity just in your own right. Like you just looked like hot shit. Like you just, you just did. And you made a spectacle of yourself. I was vibing. And I don't think, and I don't say that in a negative way. I say that like you, you were like one of the tallest there. Like you just stood out. Yeah. So I think, so I just wanted to say that. So anyway, he was getting drinks for everyone. So I was getting drinks for everyone. And this is the first time at all at this entire thing where drinks were free. And so we were just going up, grabbing drinks. I was running, grabbing like, you know, three or four drinks at a time to make sure that the girls had stuff to drink, whatever. So I, I, you know, we had, we had had a few drinks. We were hanging out by the pool and, uh, I went and grabbed three drinks not knowing that there was a third person there. And so I thought I had gotten myself one and two of the girls drinks and it was going to be great. Well, then everybody wanted these drinks. And so then I like handed all three out and I just was like quickly running back to, uh, the bar to go grab something else. Well, the thing is, is I like, generally I have a pretty keen situational awareness where I'm like, I'm always making sure that I'm watching the drinks be poured. Mostly. That's the biggest thing. I'm always just trying to pay attention. This is the first time I grab a drink that is pre-poured sitting on a table. Uh, and I like kind of like not snuck up there, but I like, I, I went up to the table and I was like, Hey, I swear to God, I'm not grabbing four drinks for myself to just go guzzle. And so I was just kind of like embarrassed and I went and just kind of snatched it off the table and, and snuck away quickly. So I wasn't really paying attention. And I Wait, sat- did you say that or was it just in your head? I didn't say it out loud. It was oh, just in my head. Yeah. Uh, but I did like kind of, you know, whatever I made eye contact with the bartender and he was just like, I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, okay. And so I sit down with my drink finally. We're all just chilling. And mind you, we're all fine. The only thing we're drinking all day is, is rosé. 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 12% ABV, very light. Like, it's it's not I mean, Adam was, like, crazy. talking so much of the that. Yeah, I'm, we I'm running party. around holding conversation. I'm definitely drinking more than you. Like. <laughs> so I sit down with my drink uh, and take a sip and a sip or did you finish it no i didn't even finish it i literally took like i guess it was like two or three drinks of it and i was in conversation with the girls but i was like kind of behind them as they had their feet in the pool and i guess i fell asleep i had no i have no recollection honestly um so as we mentioned adam's kind of like narcoleptic (laughs) not actually but like he could fall asleep anytime and like i thought adam was just he just does that sometimes. We'll just like vibe out and like fall asleep. And so I thought he was just vibing. So I feel like yeah. it may sound like I was so unattentive, but I, <sighs> he was sitting right next to me and he felt any, you know, laid back and fell asleep. Yeah. I don't even remember trying to like lay down and find a spot to sleep, which usually I do. Okay. Well, usually it's a choice for me where I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to lay down right here. And I'm just going you know, to like sleep. It's yeah. fine. Everybody's doing their social thing yeah. around me. No recollection well, of that at all this time. And to j- just say it, like Adam got roofied. Like he yeah. got. I got drugged in France at a house party. Yeah. And I think 
there's like two schools of thought here. Either someone knew that he was like with all these girls and wanted to like get and rid of him. And it's easier to drug one person than five. So there's that. Or I think he had made a spectacle of himself truly. Or it was truly a target, you yeah. know, and they, somebody was like, let's fuck with this guy. Yeah. Or it was total accident. That's the other but thing. But how the fuck? I don't know how you do that. Yeah. I don't, that yeah. would be. I, well, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how. Well, it being roofied was not an accident. People don't do that by accident. No, no, no. But I it, just like, mean like it was not picking meant it up, me at all. Was it somebody else's? I don't know. We can't know. But anyway, it was, it was a terrible experience. Um, yeah, it was not nice. I mean, I guess you kind of have to speak to this more than me because the thing is, is I, I was don't with- know when I fell asleep. And yeah. my first bout of consciousness was when I threw up outside of our apartment that we were Airbnb how many hours later? Like probably like three well, hours you, later. You fell asleep around 530 like at the pool. Yeah, we didn't get back to the the apartment till like eight. No, I don't it was seven oh nine. Oh, seven oh nine. She's got. It. See, I told you, I have no idea. But even that, I literally like threw up and found consciousness for like thirty seconds, yeah. and, I, and then I don't. I still don't remember anything after that. And our, our friend came with us to help me because, like, honestly, I'm still not like. I was talking my my friend Kelsey came over today, and like, you know, I told her I was like I don't really want to talk about it because like. It's hard. Like it was hard on obviously Adam because when he came to starting to come to like later in the night, like it was just like so emotional for him. But like I, I was conscious. Clearly I was conscious through the whole thing. And so it was like traumatizing for me as well. And so I don't know like how much I want to go into it and how like I knew it, like it was like really bad. Um, but I knew it was really bad. Adam couldn't stand. He was like, you know, crawling. He could, he couldn't do anything. He was f- like falling. Everywhere. Apparently I fell into the pool. It was like a, it was like really dangerous. It was like a very dangerous, scary situation. And he was with me the whole time though, by the way, besides like getting the drink, whatever. Like, I just mean like once he'd passed out, like he didn't go anywhere. I was, yeah. he was with me the whole time. It's not like he was in danger in that way, but like if you've ever met Adam or if you can't tell, like he's six, three, I'm five, three. So, I couldn't exactly like carry him. Um, So that was, it was a scary situation being in another country, even getting into our Airbnb. I'm still in a bikini and like our little street was like, not, it was like kind of sketchy. Men always were standing around and like, it was like a whole thing. I like couldn't get into our apartment for a second. It was, it was a whole scary situation that Adam was not like there. Yeah. And I didn't know if we were going to have to go to the hospital hospital. I didn't know. Like it was such an unknown. Like we had no idea what. Yeah. Neither one of us has ever dealt with this before. Yeah. And it's one of those things that it's like, it's almost hard to claim it. I still, it's still one of those things that I'm like, well, first of all, like the trauma that people have from being roofied is generally not the roofies, but what happens to them while they're unconscious. And so I'm like, so grateful that it was me and not one of the girls and that nothing happened to me and that I was safe Yeah. and all everything was okay. Honestly, more than anything, my feelings was just that like, it was just so embarrassing to be drugged, which I know it's, it's like, that's not how I should feel because obviously like when you're drugged, you are the target, you are the victim. You are not the, you're not the one that 
chose it. You're not the one that did anything, but it's just one of those things. It's like, it's just so well, embarrassing. It's, it's so- I'm just like, I, I don't want people to be like, well, yeah, right. Like, okay, sure. You sure you can't just hold your, you just can't hold your liquor. Um, wasn't even liquor. But yeah, yeah, not even liquor. And so it's just like, that was, that was the hard part for me. That was the thing that was emotional was like, I just, I lost control, not by choice. Because like, if I lose control by choice, you were that's taken one advantage thing. of, I mean, not like, not on a, like no one harmed you besides yeah. giving you drugs. Yeah. But like, it was completely without consent. There was like, yeah. that's that's when i woke up like yeah all i remember saying was like make sure you tell everybody that i was drugged like make sure that everybody knows like i don't i don't want people to think that i just got out of control i don't want people to think that this was like a choice that i that i was like choosing to just like get belligerent with everybody and and blow this party and have to be escorted out by police and crawling out on my hands and knees and yeah you know like that's that I just wanted everybody to know that that was not, and mind you, I'm still only half conscious at this point. And I just remember crying, um, because I just didn't, it just felt so, I felt so helpless mm. and I felt like such a burden. Um, mm. and that's just a, that's just a tough spot to be where, yeah. it's, where it's just like, all I wanted was comfort and all I felt was guilt. Mm. Um, yeah. and then I, and confusion and I just, yeah, there's just so so much to it. And like I literally, right before I went to bed, I just remember calling my parents for comfort. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to, I didn't care to tell them anything. I didn't care to like, I didn't care to like get their opinion. And they, they were really good about the whole thing. Um, and I just wanted to talk to them. And it's like one of those strange things where it's like. Well, talking to someone that you know, like without a shadow of doubt, like is like also believes you. Yeah. Not that anyone questioned you, but it's like, you know, that your parents will just believe you. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's like comforting in and of itself. Yeah. Um, and so that, that, that was kind of the experience of that. And so that was really, that was really difficult. Um, but I, but I literally just kept saying, even while I was crying, I was like, I'm just so grateful it was me. Yeah. Whoever it was meant for, whether it was one of the girls that we were with or whether it was somebody else at the party, like. I was surrounded by strong women who knew how to get me to do what I needed to do to get out of there. They knew how to protect me. They knew how to like, they knew how to be there for me. Um, and so I am just, I'm so grateful as much as it was like hard and uh, it was like the worst hangover ever for a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I was still so scared. I was, I was fine. And I was, I'm a big body. That's what Lauren kept telling me. I literally kept telling him that. I'm like, you are a big body. Your big body will get you through this. Yeah. Like you can metabolize this in a way that somebody her size would never, I can't even imagine another person having whatever dose that I had because it took me out until the first time that I think I was really actually conscious was like around 1am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was rough. It was like it was so hard. Like the visuals I have in my head is just like gonna burn in my brain. Yeah. But yeah, so that was an interesting experience. Yeah, um, we I, had some hard times on our trip, but it, overall it was good. Yeah, and could, uh, that also being said, kind of leads into that Airbnb that we were at, that second one that was kind of in a sketchier area. It also didn't have AC. 
and um it was not ideal when when we got there and when adam was like when he had been roofied like what was crazy is that like we were in a non-ac place so it was probably like 80 degrees in there Mm -hmm. and adam or like you think yeah like 80 probably oh yeah yeah and adam was like we have our house 80 throughout the summer and yeah i like like it yeah so and adam like put on like all his sweatpants and he put on um a hoodie and put his hoodie up and put a blanket on he was like freezing which was like obviously his body that that was like a part that like scared me on like the physical aspect i was like what is this You're like what is happening that your body is cold right now yeah i was like that's not right but i I felt him and he he was warm so it was like i don't know what was going on in his whatever but at least he wasn't cold i would have been worried if like i touched Mm -hmm. you and you were cold yeah but anyway he survived the night (laughs) we survived the night and um yeah like that night i also had to i did get dinner like i literally put him he didn't move and i like got i went just like down the street got dinner yeah that um, was so sweet i had a sweet little time at met some locals and they really welcomed me in and um yeah i was so grateful to hear about that yeah like it was such like a movie the way that you were telling it to me is that like you literally went down there and they were playing acoustic guitar and yeah, singing and it was just friends. The owner, like, it was just funny. I was telling Kelsey the story. I said the owner, like, was so sweet, happy to see me. He had seen me walking by, like, for several days. And he was like, you know, I was by myself and he <laughs> brought me a champagne and was like, from me. And I was like, thanks. That's so sweet. He, he had been so kind. He had said a couple things, come around. Mm. But I, I was telling Kelsey, I was like, you know, I probably should have not taken a drink like the day that i got drugged like <laughs> a couple hours after you were drugged but it was the owner and like you know yeah. that could have been like a whole lawsuit but you oh, know it was sure. fine <laughs> so just champagne yeah. um and i had a sweet little time like you know they played guitar and i was like i feel like home it feels like home and um he was like you are home <laughs> yeah. it was like so cliche but i was so grateful to hear that like people were taking care of her and making sure she felt safe they walked like for. one of the women like walked me she walked with me i don't know if i told you oh, that but no, she you walked didn't. with me to the door oh which was literally like steps away yeah. but still it was it was sweet it was really yeah. nice i did i like i did feel comfortable because i was like obviously very vulnerable and traumatized <laughs> um so like from that evening so it was like really nice to be around comfort for like a little while yeah we ended i actually ended up meeting them a couple days later obviously i didn't meet them that night um and she was like well please come back and come experience the real france um she was like come over for to our house and like grill out with us and hang out and have conversation yeah and like it just was so she was so kind and they They were were all so so, i mean they they literally waved to us every Every single time they saw us and like wanted to know how our day was and that they followed our stories on instagram so they saw what we were doing yeah she followed me and she's like you're so cute and so whatever yeah yeah so it's like we found some really lovely people there uh that really helped us feel like the 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 airbnb that we were staying and that was it was like worth it it felt like home yeah like it felt like we were kind of all there together they knew it was kind of a rough area yeah but they wanted to make it feel like community yeah so that was like really nice and like adam's event (laughs) that event happened on wednesday you know so it wasn't like our last day it wasn't anything like that so 
he was good by Thursday e- like evening whenever I had my award. It's yeah, I was like, really sad that I thought I was going to lose like a whole 24 hours to this thing. He didn't at all. Like Wednesday night was the night. I can did. rally. If there's one thing I can do, it's rally. So true. But like Wednesday was the one night we had nothing going on. Yeah. Like it was like you didn't miss anything. And I no. just kept trying to tell you that. But yeah. Anyway, so not there's no part of that that I'm like happy. But I'm like that was like at least the timing was yeah, at least terrible. it wasn't the most inconvenient yeah so anyway that's a whole experience in and of itself like maybe we can go into it more at some point like you know but anybody can get roofied you know yeah and i think the cool thing was like back to our experience with france was like our first day there our first experience with it was like we accidentally wandered into like the old town part of can that was gorge and it was oh my god it was so beautiful it was literally like the alley the cobblestone alleys just lined with restaurants and pastry shops and bars where you could just get wine and there were like little trinkets and everything it was the most like storybook cute little version of france that we could have possibly had if i go back to can i'm getting that airbnb again so we could just be right there and it, it was anyway it was perfect um that it really was gorgeous adam and i had amazing sex we did and it was a like, lot of times and, <laughs> and it was just like that was it was so nice to like reconnect and yeah after all the craziness we had of had there. so much time apart and so yeah it was like that was that was beautiful my mom asked me my like the best parts and i was like honestly like winning awards <laughs> um and like just being international with you and like having mm-hmm. intentional time with you i'm like yeah there were like amazing things but like mostly i was just so happy to like have experiences with you and like it's just we used to you know do like everything in our life was like so adventurous when we first like started dating and it's like everything we do is an adventure but that was like it kind of took us back well i think too that like because we have started our adventure of exploring food again not being vegan anymore that's a thing I felt like we got to we like... We haven't talked about that yet, but we will in another episode. I feel like we got to explore food again together. So it was like... That was fun. There were there were so many things that we were obligated to. There were so many so many things um, that, that think, felt structured, that felt like we were on somebody else's time or whatever. But mm-hmm. like that was something that was an adventure within the adventure for me. It was. I think I ate too much charcuterie though because yeah. like I, had, I got the shits. well i mean that's inevitable i feel like whenever you're changing diet it's like it's like changing patchouli's food and expecting her not to have an easy time but i hadn't we ate the same stuff i don't know i i I hadn't had that since i like first (laughs) stopped being vegan it's like by the end of it my body was like hey bitch eat a veggie like (laughs) just one please like it was just like we had a lot of like cheese boards Look, the first cheese and red meat that we had, that I had back being non-vegan was in France with a charcuterie board. Yeah. So it was like, we just kind of went to town. Also, when we first ordered charcuterie, we're the dummies, not because we couldn't speak French, but because we didn't know because we were vegans for so long that charcuterie was just the meat. Just the meat. So we just got a board of meat. Oh, (coughs) God. Thank you very much. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we had a board of meat. And the next two times well, we got charcuterie, we made sure it was our charcuterie and fromage. And fromage. 
which was cheese. That's what cheese is. So you have to get like a, a mixed board. Like you have to order both things. Which is not as common as you would think, given that every time you order a charcuterie plate in Nashville, it is it's always both. Both. But... Not common. But I we had so much of it, I am... We're over it. I'm... <laughs> Charcuterie boards are canceled for the next two months. Literally. Literally. Um, So anyway, but we had an amazing time. The rosé was flowing. Um, You know, as our friend Kendra so perfectly put it, can until you can't. And that's that's how we lived it. That's how we did can. Uh, Oh, we didn't even talk about how we got home. Basically, it was crazy and it was by a miracle that we're here today. It is not like alive, but in Nashville. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, honestly, when when in can, when in can. Okay. Well, I think that'll wrap up our our can. Yeah. So help us celebrate Lauren by like commenting on this and uh, doing claps and liking and, you know, whatever. And also claps that Adam survived being. If y'all have questions about being roofied, I don't know how well I can answer them since I was the one that was roofied and don't remember it. But honestly, like I am interested in hearing your stories, especially hearing from any other men that have felt like they can't share their story of being drugged or being out of control non-consensually. I feel like it's something, at least from the DMs that that Lauren received from posting about it, is just something that's not, uh, that people don't feel like they're, able and allowed to do and i just think it's so important to be able to share that experience whether you actually want anything back or not so i feel free to like reach out to us to either one of us um that you would feel most comfortable with to be able to talk about that because i I think it is really important yeah i do too um but we did have an amazing time in can i'm so honored you check out missing matoka the project at missingmatoka.ca uh-huh. um, if you want to watch Pocahontas the right way. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah. And also just to like give you guys a heads up, I know it looks like we're just doing the two of us conversations again, but we're jumping back into interviews. We're doing the whole thing. So yes, of course we are. <sighs> That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, <laughs> but it's so worth it. Let it. Well, actually just let us know too. Like who you want to hear from us to talk to or if you have something to share that you would like to be on our podcast and we have some sort of rapport where we can you know um actually connect i think it i think it'd be cool to start talking to y'all again on the podcast so we're doing it video so you got to be comfortable like being on camera uh but i think i think that's been that was my favorite part of what we used to do and i think it really helped shape and form how we built community here it's true and i just want to do that again yeah it is it is tiring though so i don't want to do it as often as because we only did that but also let us know if like what you're like what you're into like do you like the one the one-on-one conversations between me and adam do you want story time we can we can do a little bit of it all so yeah i mean i can even talk about pop culture but anyway this (laughs) this is like you know it's our podcast we do it our way but also your opinion really matters to us yeah and so. also like we're gonna be vlogging we've got so much on the on there's the so much right happening now. you guys like i have a youtube channel like i think it's lauren official go over there because we'll, yeah. i'll be uploading like this may feel content. like the long form version of some of the conversations we have there and yeah. sometimes that might feel like 
the long form version of what we talk about here on the podcast. So yeah, I think it's just all coming together. It's mostly it's like vloggy, like behind the scenes kind of vibes. It's like I I really am embracing my digital creator side. It's like what I want to do. Like mm-hmm. I want to be. That's what I want to do. And so I'm just trying to make my dreams a reality, baby. Um, so go help, subscribe. Help us do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Yeah. Rate and review. Send. Share with friend. And um, we love you. And until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>